Hi, love, and welcome to Listening to Your Gut. My name is Kelly Bluth, and I am a certified holistic nutritionist with a passion and purpose in this life to educate and serve others like you. As a woman with two autoimmune conditions, I have found the power in embracing a holistic lifestyle to support my overall well-being. In each episode, I will share inspiration, tips, or research-proven strategies that will help you to listen to your gut literally and figuratively. Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Listening to Your Gut podcast. Today I am super excited to share with you a friend that I have met through podcasting. Her name is Christy Lockhart and she is going to talk to us today all about the process of starting scared. Mm. She is just an incredible woman, individual that is has so much to offer, so much to share on this topic. And so I can't wait for you to hear from her. So welcome, Christy. How are you? Oh my gosh. Wow. That, that's a lot to live up to. Thank you so much for having me. I feel very honored. Absolutely. My pleasure. So Christy, before we get going, we have a lot in common. We're both podcasters. We're both teachers. Mm-hmm. Can you share a little bit about who you are so that my listener can get to know you better? Um, I am Christy. I am a believer first and foremost. I'm married to my husband, Frank. We'll be celebrating 10 years um, at the beginning of June. Um, I have three kids, two are bonus kids from Frank's first marriage. Um, Malcolm is 18. He just graduated from high school. Um, Addison just turned 16. And then we have one together. His name is Bruce and he's seven. Um, I have been a teacher for the past 16 years. I host the Start Scared podcast. I love reading and I love to spend uh, time outside by the pool, listening to the waterfall. Um, Yeah, so just here to help empower and encourage women to start scared on putting themselves first because um, a lot of the listeners that um, follow me are moms and um, trying to just help um, us discover who we are outside of just being a mom. Absolutely. I think that's so powerful and I love your mission. So that's incredible. And what I really want to talk about today with you, like I shared at the beginning, is I want to focus on this new journey Mm. that you're going down with a new opportunity that's been presented to you in the educational space. So you recently accepted a new teaching job. So congratulations. I would love for you to share about this, how this opportunity came about for you. Uh, Yeah. It is, it's crazy. I was not at all looking for another job. Like I, I'm an intervention specialist. So I work with struggling readers and mathematicians in third, fourth and fifth grade. And I love my job and not to toot my own horn, but I'm good at my job. And, um, I've spent the last seven years doing this position. Um, but you know, with the pandemic and everything, the education system, the public education system really just hasn't been what I, um, what I, what I want it to be, basically. You know, I'm a huge proponent for public education. It's very, very near and dear to my heart. I'm a graduate of public school, um, that actual district that I I teach in. Um, My kids, you know, going through public school. But um, Bruce, he's seven. He is um, very intelligent. And um, I'm not seeing him being challenged the way that I wanted I want him to be. And um, I feel like, you know, we're, we're working really, really hard to close those gaps, but then leaving those kids who are higher level can 
kind of to fend for themselves. And so we started researching other, other avenues and um, we started looking at public uh, private schools and not at all something that I ever wanted to do. Uh, private school is not in like, I don't think I should have to pay for school. <laughs> um, so, and it just like lots of things. Um, but anyway, so we found this private school. Um, it's a Christian academy, really love the Christian values. They pray together. They go to chapel once a week. We love that, that, um, this particular private school um, is fully accredited. All the teachers have to be um, certified as teachers, as as ed- educators, and they have to have a second certification for the Christian um, aspect piece. So we really, really like that. Anyway, so just out of curiosity, I was like, hey, let me look at the job postings. It would be cool if we could still go to the same school. And um, there was a an elementary math intervention position posted. And come to find out, they have never had an interventionist ever in their like. Wow. 15 or however many years they've been open, never had an interventionist. So what are the odds that like when I'm looking, they have one. And um, so I just emailed, asked for, asked some questions and um, it, she said it had already been um, taken. And then a week later, she emailed me back and said, upon further reflection, I'd like to meet with you. I was like, I haven't applied for the job. She said, that's okay. Just come in. Let's chat. It was just like all of these things that like I would come up with all of these excuses and God would say, no, but this is what you're supposed to do. And it was just, it was crazy the way that within like a couple weeks, now I have a new job. So. That's that's amazing. It's incredible. And I know you shared about this recently on your podcast and I've listened to that. So it's super cool to to hear all the signs that Mm -hmm. you were given um, in accepting this opportunity. So can you share a little bit more about what were some of the signs that you saw? Um. It's crazy. So I've been really just kind of focusing on, um, I always ask God for flashing billboards because I never trust my gut or listen to my gut. Like it always is talking to me, but I'm like questioning it all the time. And um, so I always ask God for flashing billboards and he sure as heck gave me a lot of them. And so I've been watching um, like different angel numbers and angel numbers are like three consecutive numbers in a row that um, are, is a sign from universe, God, whoever you believe in trying to give you a message. And um, I had noticed a lot of angel numbers and, you know, for lack of, you know, time's sake, um, there were just multiple angel numbers that continued to kind of follow me anytime I was thinking about this position. And so like when um, the print email principal or email, elementary, <laughs> the elementary principal emailed me back and said, Hey, I would like to meet with you. It came out at 2.22. And and 2.22 stands for a new beginning. And then then so I was like, that email came through. I looked at the clock and I was like, oh my gosh, it's 2.22. And then um, the next day I got two angel numbers. Um, I can't remember which ones they were, but basically they were both um, about um, one door is closing, one door is opening. Um, One part of your life mission is coming to a close while another one is beginning. Um, And so it was just like all of these life things, um, starting scared, something new, um, life-changing angel numbers were just kind of coming at me. And every time I was like coming up with an excuse, like, this particular position, since it's not a, um, it's uh, state funded because it's using emergency funds to help close gaps. Um, it's not considered a permanent teacher position. And so I wasn't going to get the benefit of getting 50% discount on tuition. And so when I met with her, I, I met with the principal to kind of talk a little bit about Bruce before he was accepted into the school. And um, she was really recruiting me hard for a classroom position because I have a lot of experience, nine years in a classroom as well as seven 
seven years as an interventionist. So she was recruiting me hard in that. I was like, my passion doesn't live there anymore. My passion is with these strugglers. Um, And she said, um, she had told me that I wouldn't get the discount um, in a previous meeting. And so I just like was filled with like, just ask, just ask, you know, Frank had already said, just ask for the discount. And I was like, uh, I'm kind of a rule follower. If she says that this is it, this is it. And so I was kind of like at the end of my, my inner or my meeting with her, I was kind of just filled. And the only thing I could say is it was filled with the Holy spirit saying, just ask. And so I said, Frank and I, we can't, we can't swing, you know, the big pay cut. Oh, cause it's a huge pay cut. That's another big fear of mine. Um, big pay cut and not getting a discount on tuition, but we would really consider the job if we could get a discount on, on tuition. She was like, sure. Okay. And so she emailed me again. Um, later on, she said, Oh, I'll ask Colonel McLeod, who is the headmaster of the school. And, um, she emailed me again at two twenty two. It came in that said, Colonel McLeod is going to offer you 50% off tuition if you choose to accept the job. So I was like, Oh my, it was just like one thing after another. Like I said, I was not looking for another job. I just, I just looked on the website out of curiosity and then it snowballed within two weeks. Now I'm accepting this position at a brand new school. I'm leaving the district that I spent 16 years in scared as crap because I'm good at my job and I know what to expect. Um, and I'm taking a major pay cut. I'm going to a new school where I'm like basically going to create this position. Like there's not a curriculum. I'm going to, I'm going to design it all. And, um, yeah, I'm terrified. (laughs) Terrified, but like what an incredible opportunity, right? I mean, like you just said, you, you get to really lay the foundation for what is to come with this position. How cool is that? So I'm hoping, and cause it's only for a year, right? And so my, my, my position at, at the public school was federally funded. And so it was like every year we didn't know if we were going to get funds because our district just continues to get richer and richer. And so they're giving yeah. us less and less money. And so really I probably would have only had this job for another year. And so this one's only for a year. So my hope is that they like me so much that they make it a permanent position yeah. <laughs> or else that's, I'm going to yeah, be at the same was- spot. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, how cool is it for you to be able to show the potential this position has to offer and for you to really design it and, and sell it, so to speak, yeah. so that they continue to offer this position and you continue to, to have that position. That That's a lot so of pressure. Cool. <laughs> but you, you got it. I mean, Thanks. you clearly do. You know, I, I can sense the confidence in you, too. And, I, and clearly they did as well in wanting you to accept the position. So I think, oh my gosh, Christy, that's (laughs) incredible. Again, congratulations. That is such an honor. I love it. We're, we're really pumped. We're really excited. Um, super nervous, super scared, but, um, I was talking to my therapist, um, right before I accepted the job and she said, you know what? Um, the fear that you're feeling doesn't come from God. Um, that comes from the devil and he is, he is giving it to you hard because I truly believe that this is where you're meant to be. And I'm like, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here I go. Yeah, here I go. Going, going at it. I love it. Okay, my love. I wanted to take a break for a moment to let you in on the best skincare line I have ever used. That is 100% plant-based, organic, cruelty-free, non-GMO, and gluten-free. Skin Essence Organics is a Canadian-based company that sells their products in both the U.S. and Canada. As I mentioned, their products are all plant-based and contain no harmful toxins. They smell great, feel great, and last an insanely long time. I've had some of my products for over six months, and I use them every day. One of my favorite products is the Facial in a Jar. 
It's an exfoliant and softening mask. You simply use a pinch of the powder and a few drops of water to make the most amazing smelling mask ever. So if you're ready to switch over your skincare products to support your body and the environment, I've got your back. You can get 15% off your next order when you use my code KELLY15. And feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram with any questions you have. Now let's get back to the episode. So I would love for you to share what is some advice you feel you could give other women who feel like they might have a a similar circumstance, something that's tugging at their heartstrings and they're just scared to go for it. What would you say to that woman? I will be 100% honest with you. I am a comfort zone liver. I get really super comfortable in my circle of control, everything that I am, I know and I love, and it just keeps me safe. I'm an Enneagram 6, and my biggest thing is about feeling safe, and I feel safe in my comfort zone. I do not feel safe outside of it. And, um, But true change doesn't happen in your comfort zone. What your comfort zone does is it keeps you stagnant and it keeps you from growing and it keeps you from living the life that you may have been designed to live. And so I feel like if I didn't listen to these flashing billboards that I was given with these these angel numbers and all of these signs, that I would be missing out on something that has been written for me, that is that I'm being led to do. And yeah, it's scary as crap to leave your comfort zone and do something that you've never done before. But if it's on your heart, that means that it's meant for you. And maybe it is only going to be for that year that I'm going to be there, but maybe it's going to pivot into something that I wouldn't have been able to experience if I had stayed in my comfort zone. So these things that you're feeling are put there for a reason. And if you stay inside your comfort zone, then you might live a life of shoulda, woulda, couldas. And you might be like, oh, what could have happened if? And so again, if you decide that this this thing is not for you, that's okay. You can always pivot and change and move and, and, and grow, but you're not going to know what you're capable of or your potential if you stay stuck in your comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah. And and I feel like the regret Mm. when you, you know, balance, try to balance those on a scale, the regret is so much heavier. It's going to impact you so much more because of those woulda, coulda, shouldas. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you just, like you said, start scared and you move forward with that thing, you could be totally surprised, pleasantly surprised at how things turn out. And it could have been even better. It could be better than you even imagined. That's right? right. And I was so fearful of like, Because private schools have such a stigma, especially among public school teachers, you know, and so um, we're a different breed as public school teachers. And um, we I was afraid that because I spent so much time um, as a public school educator and I grew up in the public school system that my coworkers would look down on me as I was, you know, not doing what was best for kids because public school is, you know, we're such advocates for public school. But um, they were so supportive. And that was really, that w- like I said, that was something else that was really, really scary for me. Because what would they say? Really, who cares what they say? Who cares what other people say? Do what, what feels good to you. But if that's something that is scary for you, you're afraid of what people are going to say, really, they're going to be a lot more supportive than you think they're going to be. And if they're not, then they're not for you. Say bye. Preach. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Preach. Exactly. So I I also want to dive into just you being a mom, right? I I have experienced being a fur mom, but Mm -hmm. that's totally different than being a mom to humans. So 
I would love for you to share with my listeners who are human moms, <laughs> what are some of the mental barriers that you've experienced that you've had to overcome in going for the thing or things on your heart? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, my biggest thing is time and energy. And um, I am going through a lot of um, trying to figure out, again, like what I love to do outside of being a mom. But as a mom, there comes a lot of guilt. And there's a lot of guilt that you're taking time away from your family or your kids. You're taking energy away from your your family and your kids. But I'm also trying to reframe that. And I'm showing Bruce, especially, well, I mean, the big kids too, but they're not here as much. But Bruce, especially, that if you have something on your heart, it's worth to try it. And that I'm, I feel like I'm really setting the example that you are not just a mom. You are not just a dad. You can be all of these other things. And if you have a dream, your dreams don't stop just because you wear that mom or dad hat. And um, for a long time, I felt like that's what it was. Like, I'm a mom now. I'm a mom and a teacher. Like, that, that was my identity. And I lost Christy. I, I am still trying to figure out who she is outside of being a mom and outside of being a teacher. Those are not my, that is not my identity. And it shouldn't be your identity because you are you. That is just a hat you wear. You wear a mom hat. You wear your wife hat. You wear your teacher hat. But you also are Christy. And if you don't know who you are outside of all of those hats, then I encourage you to go and journal about it, do some devotionals, pray about it, whatever that you find something that you love to do. And that's what I'm trying to teach Bruce in real time that, yes, I wear all of these hats, but I'm also someone outside of those hats too. Yeah. So it's, it's really, it is a mind game, so to speak. You've constantly got to go back and forth with yourself and say, you know, these are my hats, these are my roles, but there is me Mm -hmm. underlying all of those things. Like I, I don't change because of that. Right. That's super valuable. So would you say, I, I know you mentioned, you know, doing journaling, devotionals, praying on it. Is there anything else that you would share with the listener that would help them to come overcome those barriers? Um, one thing that I have to do is if I do, um, if I want to do a workout, I hate working out, but it always makes me feel better when I work out. I write it on my calendar and because I'm a, I'm a to-do list, checklist, checker offer. And, um, I, if I don't write it down, then chances are it won't get done. And so um, I write down workout, you know, with a little checkbox so I can check it off when I'm done. Um, But also just carving out time, you know, like you're never going to find the time. It's never just going to be like, oh, I have 10 minutes. I think I'm going to go sit outside on the back porch and read my book. No, that's not going to happen. So you have to like carve out the time and schedule the time. And it sounds so cheesy to schedule 10 minutes for yourself, but if you have consistently put yourself on the back burner. If that's going to get you to go sit outside on the back porch and listen to the birds or do what, do a quick 10 minute workout or go walk around the block, put it in your calendar, write it down and schedule the time. Even if it means getting up a little bit earlier before your kids wake up, go and do that or staying up a little bit later after your kids go to bed, do that, but schedule it in. So you actually make time and make it, make yourself a priority. And like I said, like I have to put it in my calendar, like it's an appointment that I'm not going to break to myself. Like I'm not going to break my doctor appointment, you know, and I'm not going to break my kid's doctor's appointment. So if I put it in my calendar, chances 
are more likely that I'm not going to break that either. So then I can continue to build that confidence that, oh, I can do this every day or, oh, I can do this a couple of times a week. So schedule out the time because it's not You're not going to find it. You just have to make it. <laughs> right. I think that's great advice for anyone, right? Whether yeah. you're a mom or not, I think scheduling that time, that you time or me time is super huge. Yeah. And, and I love that how you talk about if you schedule that just like anything else that you schedule, you don't want to break that commitment. So you're not going to break that promise or that commitment to yourself either. That's huge. Ah, so good, Christy. All right. As we start to wrap things up, I do have a question that I always ask every individual that comes on the podcast, which is what does it mean to you when you hear the phrase listening to your gut? Like what first comes to mind? Uh, your intuition. And I'm like, I always feel like um, I it's either down here in my gut or it's either up here or whatever. But I feel like that that immediate reaction, that's your gut. And that is never going to steer you wrong. And if you choose, obviously, if you choose to listen to it, great. If you don't, then, you know, we might have to deviate and do other things. But I feel like it's just, it's God speaking to me in a way that, um, is just kind of an immediate reaction, but I don't always listen to it. I question it a lot. And that's okay. Right? <laughs> that's the natural part of life yeah. for us to, like you said, we're always learning and growing. So it's the, the process of us learning to trust our gut um, is something that we'll always battle with. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it strengthens as time goes on. Ah, Christy, this has been absolutely incredible. Before I let you go today, can you share with my audience how they can get in touch with you? Oh, Kelly, thank you so much for having me. This is absolutely wonderful. It was a joy to chat with you. Um, I am on uh, Instagram at Christy Lockhart, C-H-R-Y-S-T-Y-L-O-C-K-H-A-R-T. And um, the podcast is Start Scared, and you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Excellent. And I will have all of that in the show notes. Thank Christy, you. thank you so much for coming on today. Mm -hmm. It has been a true pleasure. And I look forward to chatting again soon. Me too. I am so glad you listened today. But before I let you go, I have one small request. It would mean the world to me if you could rate the podcast on Apple or Spotify. You can leave a review on Apple podcast if that's where you're tuning in. Reviews help this podcast become more searchable, which allows me to impact more incredible women like you. Feel free to tag me on Instagram at Kelly underscore Bluth so I can personally thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible, and together we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you. I'm always here for you. And I'll talk to you soon.